Hello, and we are back. This is episode 29 of the Penetic Podcast. I am Mike Hurley, and I am joined by the returning champ, the the king. He is the man behind this podcast. He is the man behind the Pen Addict. He is chief enabler, Mr. Brad Dowdy. What's up, Michael? Hi, Brad. Where you been? Where have you been? I've you know, been showing I, up you know, every week, sitting yeah, down every Thursday. <laughs> I, sit, I sit at my laptop, I turn on the mic, and I just stare at Skype, and there's no mic, no, no mic. You know, there's no Mike Hurley coming on at all, and I'm just sitting here and sitting here and waiting, and you know, I finally got fed up with it, and I said, forget it. So you know, you finally got back in touch with me, and I guess we'll get this thing back going again. So it's been three months. Has it been that long? August the 23rd was episode 28, and today is November the 13th. Yeah, almost three months. Almost three months. It's it's gone by fast, I'll tell you. You know, I you know, all, all kidding aside, um, you know, we we talked about you know me taking a break for a while, and and I definitely needed it. Um, it it's worked out well, um, about as well as as it worked out as anticipated. How about that? You right. know, I had we talked about all the things going on, you know, in my personal life, all good things, you know, moving and home construction and work and travel and then just stuff, life stuff. Um, and the three months went by extremely fast. I'm still extremely busy, but you know, I've made it into that settling in point, right? Where, all right, I know how life's working now. I know what I can fit in. Um, you know, I know what I can, I know what I, the things I have to say no to. And, um, you know, I've started, you know, I took a, as long as we've been off the podcast, I was blogging very little as well, right? Um, some ink links posts on the weekends or things like that. And, uh, you know, I've started to, you know, finally just ramped up, got the bug back again, started writing a few more posts. Um, so, yeah, everything's been uh, getting back in order pretty pretty well. So I'm, I'm real happy to be back and doing this. Well, um, we're very happy to have you back on the network. I missed it. I missed... Uh, the, the dulcet tones of Michael Hurley. <laughs> Don't we all? <clears throat> yeah, no, it's, it, I'm really pleased that we got to get the show back up and running again. So, um, unfortunately, we lost cooking with Brett and Mike last week because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Brett, um, he has actually sort of left left the network. The show is the show is over. It is retired. It's mm-hmm. not on a break. So, uh, But the, the silver lining to that is it opened up the time and the schedule for the pen addict to come back um, sooner than than I had maybe planned. I know that we were talking about it, but we hadn't actually had a good conversation. But I was right. concerned that I wasn't going to have time in the schedule. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, every cloud has a silver lining, as they say, and, and that this was definitely that one for me. So I'm really pleased that we're... Well, I say we're. Pl- I'm pleased the show's back. I'm, I'm very concerned for my wallet. <laughs> now, I have not made any purchases. Really? No, really. like this whole time you've just I've, been... Uh... I've stayed away. What's wrong with you? My enabler has been gone. All right, like well, I've, you're probably going to be in serious trouble then. Uh, you know what I did today? I went to JetPens oh, okay. to, at work, and I found a bunch of things that I want. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll talk about some things that yeah. I've been in, using in my downtime and purchased, and you know, I've, I've bought a lot of things and, and haven't used. And, um, See, because yeah, I've so. previously, when, you know, when, we, when I was looking at this stuff, I was always looking for the, the perfect pen, right? Right. And then during over the course of this show, I found the perfect pen for me. So then I stopped looking because there was basically what was happening was I would buy new things when you would tell me how great they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because that stopped, and and I had, you know, I had a, what I considered to be a, a great arsenal 
um, I kind of stopped. But right. now I'm going to start again. Yeah, and I, I kind of had that same feeling when you know we decided to take this break. While I just, when I decided to te- take a step back for a little bit, you know, it's like it was the culmination of things, right? Just the you know the burden of other things going on. Um, you know, more important, you know, in the outside world, you know, it, it kind of, um, dulled my interest for pens and paper and things like that. You know, I, I would buy new things and they would sit there and I would have no interest in in even trying it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I finally got to the point where I didn't even do that. I just stopped buying things or trying out things. I didn't, you know, I wouldn't on a Saturday morning, you know, grab 10 pins and play around and see what I liked, which was good, what was bad. You know, I, I didn't do any of that stuff. You know, it just kind of really, that tied in with this whole, this whole break time that I needed. And, but you know, in, in the end, I think it was good. I'm recharged, refreshed and, you know, things aren't going to be exactly the same, you know, with the, the pen attic blog, you know, I, there's no way I could keep up the schedule I was doing before um, with the quantity of reviews and things I was doing previously. Um, so, but you know, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to get back and and start doing something now. So it's a, it's a good feeling. I'm, I'm jacked up about it. Um, I have a passion for the pins again and, um, it was, it was good to take a a step back for a minute. But you're happy you're back. I'm very happy. I, I was, I, we, you know, we, over the past, I'd say month, I've gotten, you know, all right. I, I can see the the end is near. I'm I'm buying more stuff. Pins are more interesting to me again. Um, I miss talking to you on the podcast, and you know, we talk about God. I don't know. Once a week, just a little quick, you know, tweet or email or something, and you know, say, you know, I think uh, I think maybe soon, and you you'd go, yeah, yeah, I think maybe soon, and you know, it wasn't really a lot of uh, a lot of pre-planning, but we, we finally just got to the point. I said, I think I'm ready. And you're like, yep, I'm ready. Let's, let's get back at it. And, um, we worked out, uh, 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 a day and a time and, uh, here we are. And, and just for the record, for all the, um, past listeners and regular listeners to the podcast that are, are rejoining us. And we certainly appreciate that. The, um, we recorded on Thursdays previously. This looks like it's going to be our, our new home, um, Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday evenings. It will be a, a Tuesday evening um, recording for us both, um, so a Tuesday evening release. That, yep, that's so, going to be uh, the new day. For mark your calendars. Hours. Yep. Because I used to get those, when we were recording before, I used to get those tweets about <laughs> 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Thursday. I was like, where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? Because everyone knew it was on Thursday. I was like, well, we, we record at 4, so not yet, but uh, coming soon. So, yeah, because so it was change quite, your, update your calendars to Tuesday. Because like, obviously the last show that we had, we were talking about sort of frustrations and things yeah um and then because we hadn't planned on it it wasn't a plan it was then you, you sort of sent me a message a couple of days later and was like i'm i need to take a break mm-hmm. and i was just like okay and then we'll, yeah. we'll start up when we can you know and let's let's talk about that episode for a minute or okay. the, you know, that that time in the in the pin attic blog and i hadn't gone back and listened to it um since we recorded it but um i got so much positive feedback from that episode. Um, I just wanted to say thanks to everyone who listened and downloaded and, and reads the pen attic for all your emails, your tweets, your comments on the blog. I, the, you know, 
the outpouring of of interest and just you know hang in there and you know you know think the positivity of everyone you know wanting you know to make sure everything was fine which it was you know i don't want to make this overly dramatic you know it wasn't um you know that serious of a deal but you know it was uh the support from everyone who listens and reads and tweets and talks to us and emails us and comments was awesome it was way beyond i mean i I obviously didn't expect any feedback from that you just don't expect that when you're doing something like that you're not doing it for feedback but the feedback was amazing and i appreciate everyone who uh, took the time to uh, drop me a line um, around that time it was uh, hugely supportive and definitely made me want to uh, take that break so i could come back uh, stronger and better than ever excellent so i think that we should probably talk about some of the stuff we've been using and maybe some of the stuff we've got our eyes on um, but before we do that, should I thank our sponsor for this week before we delve into the, in, back into the pen talk? So uh, our sponsor this week is those fine folks over at Squarespace.com. Squarespace gives you absolutely everything you need to make an amazing website, blog, portfolio, your home online, no matter what that might be. If you're starting up a page for you to share your own pen reviews, Squarespace is the place to go. If you're starting up a store to sell your pens, then Squarespace is the place to go. And the reason I say that is because they take care of the entire thing for you. They provide you with hosting. They provide you with beautiful templates, which look absolutely fantastic on any device that they're viewed on because of something called responsive web design, where they make sure that your site scales and looks absolutely beautiful and brilliant on all devices. They don't rely on an ugly mobile view, which strips out all of the design choices that you've made. They just reformat your uh, site to look the, as best it can on whatever screen size. Um, they give you a really simple system to create your pages using a drag and drop interface. So you can say, you know, I want this image to be above this text. So you just click and drag it all in the web browser. It really is very powerful. They have mobile applications that allow you to post to your site on the go. And they also allow you to access your statistics so you can see how many people are visiting your page. You have... Um, social services built in so you can if you write something and you want it to tweet automatically when you post it can do that too and if you need any help squarespace has 24 7 customer support award-winning support that will respond to you in minutes they also have live online workshops to help walk you step by step through everything you need to build your amazing site there's no credit card required to try out squarespace you can just go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels and you can start a free trial Squarespace is then $10 a month for the standard plan once the trial period is over and $20 a month for the unlimited plan. Um, The information about the differences in those plans is on the pricing information screen. If you sign up for a year, you will automatically get 20% off. If you sign up for two years, you'll get 25% off. So you get discounts if you pay up front. But I can give you an additional discount, whether you want to pay for one of the annual plans or for the month-to-month plan. I can give you another 10% off all of that. If you off, use the offer code 70 decibels 11 at checkout, so it's 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S-11 for 10% off. So just go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels to find out more. Thank you to Squarespace for their support. And if you are, if you view, I mean, if you are a, uh, I'm sure you are, you, you've all seen the pen, ad, uh, sorry, you've all seen penaddict.com and you will see the beauty that is a Squarespace 6 site. Yeah, so that's one. That's one thing I I did do on my downtime. Um, 
it was so it was so simple. It was it was laughable, just converting over from Squarespace five to Squarespace six, and I'm really happy that I did it. I like the uh, I like the tools available. I like the uh, the speed, and I like the uh, the looks of it a lot better. You know, there's always more to be done. I'm not you know completely thrilled with just you know I haven't totally dug in and, and done everything I've wanted to to the blog, but um, but for starters, it it's killer. I'm I'm real happy with it, especially on. Uh, on mobile devices, it looks awesome. Looks great on the iPad Mini. Yep. Um, I'm I'm at, I'm now also now the show is back. Get to have my weekly moan at you to redirect thepenaddict.com to penaddict.com. Oh, you know what? Okay, I'll do that because I have the domain. And I yeah, because I, I I've convinced you to buy it in the first yeah. place. Yeah. So you I didn't realize to... I didn't realize I didn't have the redirect in there, and then as soon as you I, I, you caught yourself a second ago, <laughs> yes, I did. So I thought I better go check it because I said it. So. But see, I, it's it's funny. I guess I've been doing it so long; it doesn't even register with me. I never say bpenaddict.com. I think because the, what changed was you started doing a podcast called The Pen Addict, right? So right. I think that made the, well at least made the change for me. Instead of going to penaddict.com, I would type in thepenaddict.com. <laughs> so, yeah, I will put that redirect, redirect in tonight. <laughs> so, let's talk about what we've been using okay. during this time period. Now, I mentioned okay. that um, for myself, like I found like I had the, the, the perfect arsenal, right? So, I didn't feel like I needed any, anything more. And that's maybe why I haven't looked. That's not changed for me in any way, as you can imagine. Um, I'm still using the Retro 51 products. Okay. So I'm still using the Retro 51 Tornado ballpoints and fountain pens. Um, okay. I use them every day. And love them, love them as as much as before. I have n- absolutely no complaints, quibbles, problems. That they, the, the Tornado, continues to be just an amazing product line. Um, there are some new styles that I've been able to force myself away from 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 buying for the time being which has been very <laughs> difficult but um i just the what i've got in the tornado line for me is i have both a beautiful working fountain pen and a beautiful mm-hmm. working ballpoint um and between the two i've got the the pens for any occasion for me really basically when i sit down at my desk now i reach into my uh, pen case and bring out the tornado fountain pen and one of my ballpoint collection okay good that's and that, that's impressive that you uh that you're uh you, you stuck with them that's a, that says a lot about how how good that product is and we've we've talked about that ad nauseum in in many episodes how much we we love that and that's and that it, shows you mm-hmm. just the the quality that it is an interesting thing picked up the vanishing point about last week Mm-hmm. to use for a while and found it incredibly uncomfortable really yeah it's the, it's the clip because of uh, the way yeah, I hold well, you've the pen. always you you were you originally had a slight issue with that yeah see i had a slight issue with it and then i got very used to not using it for ah. a long period of time um and then when i picked it up to use it again i found the way that i was holding the pen to be very uncomfortable very pleased i've got it because it is a mm-hmm. beautiful it's like a work of art it's a, right. it's a very beautiful instrument but the fact I've had my eye on the um, is it the Lamy three thousand? Is that what it is? Is that the is stainless it three steel one? Something. It's the two thousand. What's the one that is... they've got that that um, also is a, a retractable? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. Yes. Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, the Dialogue 3. Dialogue 3. I knew there was a free in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, I've had my eye on that pen for a long time, too, mm-hmm. because it's another absolutely stunning retractable. Yeah. Um, but because it's got a clip there, I know that yes. I'm not going to find it comfortable, so I've, I've stayed away from it. Yep. I mean, and that's the... That's the gotcha with um, retractable fountain pens, right? I mean, there, you know, I've read that there's you know modifications you can make to remove the clip, and I just, don't, I mean, it doesn't for me. It doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me, obviously, but it that's a huge. I mean, that's that's the number one issue on whether you should buy this pen or not, which is why, you know, I wouldn't ever recommend someone to buy this pen sight unseen without holding it and, and yeah. trying to write with it for a while. You that's, know, that's it's, difficult uh, though. Mm-hmm. Do you it, know it, that, it is. That's well. That's why I bought my. I bought mine at a pen show, right? Yeah. And you know, I waited six months or a year from when I knew I wanted one to actually buying one because I wanted to hold it. The uh, vanishing point is still um, the number three most popular fountain pen and jet pens, and I still feel like we are to blame for that. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I still get wasn't the, that a high. lot of comments. It wasn't that high before. No, because and mostly because I mean, it's it's, it's a costly pen. The the next I've, most expensive pen in the top ten is fifty five dollars, so le- uh, less than half the price. Right, I've noticed um, at Jet Pens, and you know, for those who are new to the show and happen to be picking it up today for the first time, I used to work for Jet Pens, um, and so you know, and it's still my favorite place to shop for pens online. So I'm always on the site, but I don't really have a lot of contact with them anymore. But, um, you know, being behind the scenes and watching what, you know, all the new products coming in, I've noticed a lot more higher end fountain pens coming in than in the past. Um, and I noticed that, you know, they don't get a a large quantity of them because I noticed that they sell out real quick. So that's a good sign. I think, you know, that, you know, that type of, uh, buyer is out there that's interest starting to get interested in in fountain pens and all and all of our fountain pen friends know this the people that you know read and listen to fountain pen geeks i mean they probably you know would la- laugh at our our gel pen and rollerball pens and and things like that you know they know they understand how great fountain pens are but you know people that are more in our shoes that are it's not you know fountain pens aren't second nature to them it's really um i think they're really making a uh an impression in in the marketplace, at least from what I've from what I've seen, just you know, outside anecdotal evidence, just from paying attention, I guess, if you will. Yeah. So, um, what have you been using regularly during this well, period? On, on that on that same theme, I I never thought I would be like a real serious fountain pen user, but I found myself using fountain pens. I'd say seventy five percent of the time. It's crazy. I. I Never in a million years would I thought I would go that direction. Um, you know, I I've kind of taken a break from the vanishing point. I still bring it with me and you know break it out and make sure you know the ink's not dried up and mm-hmm. things like that. But I've bought so many a lot of new things that I I wanted to play with. Um, the mo the pen I go back to time and time and time again is the Kawiko AL Sport. That's I don't know. That's just one of my favorite all-time pens. And they came out with two new colors. Well, they came out with a bunch of new colors for it. They came out with two that I liked. Well, one is a matte blue body, and one is the uh, – do they call it chrome? What do they call oh, it? Yeah. No, glossy glossy silver uh, Kawiko AL Sport. That's the one that, that 
Now, this was something that we had actually been speaking about for a while because yeah. you saw it, didn't you, in a tweet? Yeah. My friend uh, Patrick Ng in Hong Kong, who writes the Scription blog, um, he he's in the, you know, I don't know him. I just know him from online and t- sharing emails with him and chatting with him some. He's basically, he's in the in the stationary business. I don't know if he's on the marketing side or the purchasing side or whatever, but he gets a lot of, he gets a lot of advanced products. And I don't know, it had to have been six months ago at least. He sent out a tweet or did a blog post and of this uh, Coeco AL and looked just like a mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the body of the pen was just totally reflective, like shiny chrome. And I was like, holy cow, that is the coolest pen I've ever seen. And um, it, it's, it's pretty awesome. I'm having some, uh, I don't know if I'm going to go, I haven't reviewed it yet. Right, so I, I bought it a few weeks ago. It sat around for a couple of weeks, didn't ink it because I didn't. With the Coecos, I haven't. Um, I, I want to try different inks in them, right? And there's no converter for, for that size pen because it's a smaller, compact style pen. So I've drained a couple of cartridges, and it took me a while to decide what ink I wanted to put in there. For some reason, I'm real weird about that. <laughs> I'll, I won't just, I'm not the kind of guy that likes to clean a fountain pen every day and switch out the inks. You know, it's not, I want to pick something and stick with it for a while. So unfortunately for me, it takes me <laughs> a week or two to decide what ink, uh, to what ink I want to get into a committed relationship with <laughs> on a pen. Um, as silly as that may sound, but, um, recently the, um, Jay Herman came out with a new a new anniversary ink. It's a blue ink called Blue Ocean, and um, I put that in a syringe refilled for the first time. One of these short international cartridges to go in the Coeco Ale. Um, so I'm using the the Blue Ocean um, Jay Herman anniversary ink in the um, glossy silver Coeco Ale Sport. And I've been using that religiously for probably. A week now, I guess, something like that. Maybe not even quite that long, maybe five or six days. And uh, it's really awesome. I mean, the the pen itself is no different from any other AL sport that I've used in the fact that it's built incredibly well. The nib is super strong and very smooth, and it's absolutely one of my favorites. This is an EF nib that I use on those. Um, it's It's fine enough for me it actually seems finer than the than the Lamy EF nibs um and it, it's super smooth now with the glossy silver it may not be as good in use as it is in pictures and you can probably imagine why i mean uh, a body that shiny and that chromed out <laughs> if you will i mean it's going to get fingerprinty. Yeah. Scratch scratches. I mean, nicks, ding. You're going to see everything. What is it actually made pen. out of? I, 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 all the, I believe it's aluminum still. They must just um, right. do a different finish. So it's got more um, of a weight to it than the plastic one, right? Because that was my. Oh, yeah. yeah. Basically, I picked up my Kaweco today <clears throat> and mm-hmm. remembered how beautiful they are and, and how great yeah. they feel in the hand. But it's just a bit too light. Yeah. So no, the I'm, AL the AL is actually for stands for aluminum. Of course, um, yeah, because I have the sport. Or al- aluminium. Did I get that right? Aluminium, yeah. Yeah, thank Chamfer. you. Chamfer. 
Um, I believe that's what it stands for, at least on on the AL. Yes, yeah, but too. yeah, they're they're much they're a much more substantial pin, which is why I I have the classics. Very, I have a few Kaweco uh, AC classics, and um, they're great pins. They are soup. They're like I don't know. It's like you set them down, you think they'd float away. They're very light. Um, these are more substantial pins without being heavy. They're very, they're sturdy and strong. You know, you can carry them around in your pocket. You can bang them around on your desk. Um, I th- that's why I like the build quality of this pin almost more than in than any pin I own. That's have why I've seen this, them. I now have. I, I mean, this is my fourth one of these. That's how much I like them, and it's the same. It's the same pin. It writes the same. They just I just buy the different barrel colors because I, I love this pin so much. You seen the carbon fiber ones? I, yeah, I don't like. That's just them. a lot of money. They don't look good. The I red think. one looks horrible. I believe. Yeah. There's a champagne looking color one that looks even worse. Because they have um, them in solid color, but I don't know why you would do that. Yeah, the black on black even, one. That's even lighter, isn't it? Carbon fiber. Yeah, and I've never even held one of those. But I mean, they're <clears throat> excuse me. They're you know another fifty or sixty dollars more. These are the AL sports are expensive as it is. Especially when you own four of them, um, they're like seventy-five bucks now or something like that. And the carbon fiber ones are up around one thirty. Yeah, one twenty-two. One twenty-two. Mm-hmm. And I, it doesn't interest me. I guess is the easiest way to say it. I mean, so, the cost, the cost, the aesthetic appeal in relation to the cost um, doesn't do it for me. I, I'd rather have more of the regular AL sports than the, than the carbon. So I, I just, especially the new ones, the new ones are really ugly in my opinion. I, I, I just don't get it, but you know, I watched them come in at jet pens and they sold right out. Interesting. Well, the, the yeah. red one, the red ones did. I don't think the, uh, do they call that other one champagne? I don't know if I'm using the, that it's kind of yeah, a copper champagne. looking. Yeah. Champagne. Yeah. So that one's especially ugly. I've signed up to be, I did this earlier, signed up to be told when the glossy silver broad, um, nib comes back into mm-hmm. stock, but mm-hmm. I think I might get the rare chance to, to blow your mind about something. Okay. You know that they do a Kaweco converter now. Oh, do they? Yeah. The they small do. one? They do. Are you sure? I'm very sure. Because I think I've had this conversation with somebody. Fountain pen converter do. for the Kaweco special AL fountain pen. Kaweco oh, really? Student fountain pen and Kaweco all rounders. Converter is not okay. compatible. Is that is the Kaweco special AL? Is that the larger one? Yes. See, that's uh, the conversation I, I had. I think yeah. I had this conversation with Anna from um, the well appointed desk. Mm-hmm. She said, hey, there's a converter now. And I said, I don't, I think it's for the big one. Um, they, the naming convention there is pretty confusing. Because um, it, it certainly leads you to the belief. The special is their standard fountain pen with a nib. Yep. Uh, with a lid, sorry. A cap. Yep. Yeah, which is a shame. I don't really know why they make that pen either, you know. Yeah. It seems weird I, to I, me that I, they do that. I, I I think it's just part of the history of the of the company. I think it goes all of the all of their models that they're introducing now really go back a long time and they're just kind of re they're re reintroducing them and, and making some, you know, updates and modifications and modernizing a lot of the pen lines that, that they had, you know, back in the early 1900s and, and things like that. I'm not fully up on the on the Kueco history, but from what I've read, you know, a lot of these pens existed in some way, shape or form previously. Because um, I did see, though, 
that they do a pen called the all-rounder now which is a standard fountain pen with a cap but it doesn't look like any of the others and it's it's a real good looking real good looking pen yeah they're definitely some of my favorite designs and i i just haven't it's like one of those things i like the al so much the al sport it's like i almost don't want to ruin it by buying a different a different one and going, Oh, I don't, I'll, I'll always have to compare it to the AL sport. Tarnishing the name. Yeah. I don't want to set myself, I'll be setting myself up for disappointment or something. So, and plus, you know, I, I'm, I'm to the point now where, you know, I'm not just going to buy anything and which I I never really was. I only wanted to buy things that I wanted to use. So I don't want to buy, I don't want to spend, you know, 50 to a hundred dollars on a pen that I'm going to test out and hate. And, um, never use again right because i'm not you know i'm not um you know working for jet pens and getting a lot of these products for free or anything like that i'm paying for all this you know out of my out of my own pocket which is fine and that's actually how i want things to happen so i'm very cognizant of the fact that you know i'm not just buying things on a whim is there anything else of note that you've got at the moment there's a new pen that i got that actually kind of blew my mind Wow, can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear the pen truck leaving. Do you know what it is? What is it? <laughs> it wouldn't be a pen attic podcast without the UPS you truck. Just got, you just got a delivery. <laughs> oh it's my like God. a planet. <laughs> Have you just got a pen delivery? I don't know. UPS just came. I don't know what it could be. Most of my pens don't come UPS, so they come, uh, come hand USPS. delivered. They come hand delivered. Yeah, I special delivery. Yeah. Jeeves delivers them in a limo to my <laughs> front door. Oh, Jeeves, you have another pen delivery for me. <laughs> um, I I got a pen that I didn't think much of when I ordered it. It was just one that looked interesting I wanted to try that actually has greatly, greatly surprised me. And it's the Monteverde Poquito ballpoint pen and stylus and what this pen is and i ordered it off jet pens um what this pen is the the pictures don't do do it justice it is really really tiny it's a tiny compact portable mini pen whatever terminology you want to use for a small pen oh wow yeah this is, this is a small pen because they they there's a pic there's pictures of it and i thought they were holding it up to a tablet but they're holding it up to a phone. <laughs> yep. The pic you can't t- I, when I got when I when I ordered it from when I ordered it I had a mental expectation of what the pen lo- looked like to when I op- actually opened the package and saw it come out I was like what did I order this? I I I honestly thought it was a mistake. I was like what is this pen and then I read it closer I was like oh yeah this is that pen I ordered. Wow, it's way smaller than I even imagined. I mean, it, honestly, it, it's really hard to tell by the pictures just how tiny this pen is. Um, it's unbelievably well made. It writes. I've never used a Monteverde ballpoint cartridge before. I don't think I've used any Monteverde cartridges before. I don't think. The black ballpoint ink is killer. I mean, it's dark and smooth and doesn't skip and doesn't blob. And problem i've had with pens like this before that i've reviewed like many pens with styluses on them i've had styluses that are completely unresponsive i I don't think i've had a miss with this stylus yet in a in a touch tap or swipe on my iphone or ipad I, i i kept doing it just going okay this is gonna stop working here in a minute and it never did 
Um, this was an awesome pen. Um, I haven't been shocked by a pen in a while. Well, based on my expectations, right? I mean, this yeah. pen, in, in the grand scheme, it's not that big of a deal. But my expectations were it's just going to be a pen. Where it's turned out, I think it's an exceptional pen, um, which doesn't happen. I don't get that surprised that often. I usually know what I'm getting into when I get it and have a general idea. Um, you know, like I just did a big review on the new uh, the new tool pens or tool pens. Um, I generally knew going beforehand, you know, this is going to be pretty good. And, you know, I know how these write. I know how they wrote in the past. You know, they made some cosmetic changes and, you know, made them a little bit better. This one, completely off the radar surprise pen. So I'll, uh, I'll throw that out there as a, as a, as a big shock, shock to the system. So are you going to be getting any of the new field note stuff? Um, the leather or the boxes? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. And here's why. I have a um, Doan leather utility cover that I bought last year um, and that I love. And it fits the same size notebook. Um, it fits all that pocket size notebook. And those things are expensive. I mean, I think I paid you know, probably like 70 something for the Doan cover. I don't need another 80 or $90 cover. I'm not going to carry two of them in my pocket, put it that way, because <laughs> I use the Doan one still all the time. That goes with me constantly. Um, the box is interesting. Um, I'd have to buy two of them right out the gate. <laughs> oh, really? So that's kind of a, that's kind of a negative <laughs> if I wanted to store all of that. Um, and the most interesting, I think, is the pouch. Um if I bought any of those products, I thought the pouch was well done. It looks beautiful. Uh, yeah. What a that, beautiful leather it, color. It, what's that? A, a beautiful leather color they've chosen. Yeah. If I love all those products, um, and if there's any one of them I purchased, it would be the pouch. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I, I just can't figure how I would use it, but it's it's pretty cool. Um the other products, I, I'm covered on the uh, on the cover and uh, the box. I just think I my, my plastic bins are doing fine. I think for that, I don't, I don't. It's not a, sh- I don't have a. It's not a showpiece. I guess I wouldn't have it out. It'd just be stuck in the closet. You know, I don't need a thirty five dollar wooden box to stick my field notes in a closet in, <laughs> especially or two of them at that. Because <laughs> I would, I would, I would blow out the uh, the quantity count of the first one. I forget how much they hold. They hold quite a bit, but I have more than that. So. Uh, 60. Yeah, I'm around that too. But they, I will say, we should do a, um, we'll, we'll mark this, make a note to do a episode. This is one of the episodes I want to talk about coming back is, uh, field notes collecting. Um, you, you've probably seen some of my tweets and I made a post and I've been talking to a bunch of people that were trying to track down a bunch of the older model field notes. And it's, it's become a big collector's thing, which is kind of crazy. You, you'd be shocked at some of the prices I've been offered for some of my field, some of my old field notes Really, that, that I turned down. Please note that down. I think that would actually be a really interesting um, mm. episode. And, yeah. But I'll just mention before we, as I was going to say here, that if you want to find the show notes that I've mentioned and all of the links for the pens and the, and the, the items that we're talking about today, just go to 70decibels.com forward slash the pen addict. Then you can just find episode twenty nine from the list there, and you'll see all the the, uh, the links. Um, I really love the, the the new field note stuff, and and I've been really 
I feel like I've constantly gone backwards and forwards about field notes um, mm-hmm. because I really want the subscription, but I just don't think I would use that many notebooks. Yeah. I and mean, then I'd feel like I'm wasting them. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously don't use that many notebooks. I just like the style and design, but I don't do the subscription because I don't order them if they're not pleasing to the eye to me. There's been several editions where I haven't ordered just because I, you know, I don't, didn't care for it as much, didn't like it or, you know, just didn't, just wasn't my style. So I didn't want to be tied into the subscription model if I didn't really want that particular product. I'm, I'm willing to whatever, you know, small monetary penalty there is to um, buy them, you know, as they release them, I'm, I'm willing to do just to get the ones that I want. So what what are what is the subscription price at the moment? One twenty five annually for four releases. Is that right? I'm trying to find it now. I'm sure it's in. For some reason, I can't seem to find it, which is peculiar because I can always find it when I when <laughs> I don't want it because it just pops up and I'm like, oh no, I'm going to buy it again. <laughs> Plus, you know, I like to manage the quantities too. Sometimes I buy extras. Right. So I'd rather uh, I vote. I'd rather pay more to have the freedom. That's I guess that's the easy way to say. Yeah. Uh, Field but, notes um, colors subscription is. Oh man, why is this so difficult to find? Yeah, I got it right here. Oh, it's ninety-seven dollars at the moment. Okay. I think I think they've got it on sale. It was one twenty-nine. Was one twenty-nine? So I guess get, that's where um, I got the number from. So ninety seven gets you uh, four quarterly shipments of two three packs each. Right, so you get six notebooks every three months mm-hmm. for ninety seven dollars a year. So what's that? Twenty forty sixty eighty. It's really not even a break because they're nine ninety five. They're nine ninety five uh, to buy them. Yeah, individually plus ship. I guess that does that include shipping. I don't know. I think that I think the idea for it really is. They sell out quite quickly. Oh yeah, shipping's included, so it, it's a you're basically guaranteed to get the color, and you get free shipping. Yeah, like for example, the traveling salesman edition, mm-hmm. which were October's, um, mm-hmm. and they had twenty four thousand of them that sold out. Yep. yep. So like, I quite wanted those, but I didn't get around to buying them. Oh, okay. Um, and just because it looked really nice, and now they're sold out. Yeah, so that they they that's how they that's how they roll. I never noticed this before until you have me go look at this color subscription that they list the edition size on on this page I'm looking at, you know, how many editions they printed of each. Yeah. Of each run, you know. So I'm looking at some of the old ones. It's interesting like, that the national crop they did seven and a half thousand and you're just still available. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, because you have to – that's a it's a higher cost of entry, right? Oh, you is You have it? to buy six notebooks. It's like a – it's a $25 purchase, not a nine ninety five purchaser. Right. Yeah. You know. I think as well people like the surprise of receiving the field notes, you know? Yeah. What are they yeah. going to look like this time? Because they've definitely um, – in the last year or two, they've been a lot more ambitious than they were originally. Mm-hmm. You know, they they like to do ambitious things. Yeah. get little bits with them it's a really cool yeah. company and if I use notebooks more because like, I use notebooks all day but I mm-hmm. tend to use the larger ones mm-hmm. 
if I used because I have field notes if I used my field notes books more then I would definitely get the colours but I just feel like I would probably waste them which is yeah. the only reason I've not done it yeah but I really like the look of the some of the other bits that they've got yeah I've always told you I wanted to get Aaron Draplin on here who designs the, the field notes for uh, Jim Coodle get it done and uh well no well uh, <laughs> We've talked about this. We'd have to change our uh, tag to explicit because every word out of his mouth is F. Uh. <laughs> He's awesome. He's awesome to listen to. He seems like a legitimately cool dude. <laughs> but every word out of his mouth is F or MF or something. Maybe we'd have to do a special episode. <laughs> yeah, we'd lose our rating. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just tirelessly edit the thing. Uh-huh. But yeah, anyway, but that's uh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, let's uh, we should do an episode. We'll do an episode on this because I've had some conversations with some people that are doing some uh, collecting of this. So that's a that's a whole episode for sure. Excellent. Yep. Um, what else have I been using? Um, not too much, honestly. I went, you know, during during my downtime, I, I didn't use a lot of different pens very much. I just wasn't into pens, you know. I I used um, you know, my Render K uh, High Tech C pen a bunch um and about the only other pen that stood out during this whole time that i've been kind of uh taking a break was um i don't know if we talked i think we talked mentioned it i know i did i know i reviewed it on on the pen attic previously it's the oto graphic liner it's just a needlepoint drawing pen um that that's been a really good pen for me it's just a real cheap low end um it's like an art pen with a steel needle tip and, and liquid ink that actually works well that's kind of a hard comment that's a really difficult combination for manufacturers to get right to have a a super fine liquid ink pen that's not a felt tip it's like in a metal tip roller um, that's an impressive little pen um, I use that when I'm not using a high tech C I use that because they're very they're very similar in style and performance so um that's that's been kind of it that's the that's been the the main thing you know i've got i've got tons of other products that i've got into review that i just haven't haven't had the time to to spend with um spend with yet but um i've definitely got some other neat things in the hopper but yeah that's uh that's been the latest and really all this stuff i'm talking about has really just been in the last two or three weeks i've really gotten back into this I, i mean i took a serious serious hard break um from from doing a lot of the the pen type work um, at the house and, and things like that. I mean, it was, it wasn't cold Turkey, but it was, it was pretty darn close. Excellent. Well, are you going to be back next week? We are definitely going to be back next week. I was, I was, I, I've been waiting for this for days. I've, I've been pretty excited. It's like, is it, is it Tuesday yet? Is it five o'clock yet? Is it Tuesday? <laughs> when are, is it almost there? What are we going to talk about? Oh, it should be, it should be pretty easy. We got a lot to talk about. We can just riff. <laughs> I think we so, yeah, no. I think there's uh, a lot of people that have been sharing that and, uh, it's nice that, you know, as, as much as I've, I've hated letting people down every week when they ask if the show's coming back, it's nice that people have been asking, and uh, I hope that everybody is, is, you know, is happy that the show is back. And if you have friends that have listened, that you know listen to the show and haven't for a while, check that they know that the Pen Addicts is back, because I know some people, quite rightly, after three months or so, would have would have maybe um, deleted the show from their uh, from their their um, podcast player. Absolutely, um, especially and, like and if they don't follow so. us on Twitter or anything like that, and they might not have known the show was ever going to come back because it went away, um, and we weren't really sure. So, yep, yep. So, then, thank you, thank you for sticking with us. Absolutely, we re- we definitely really really appreciate it, and um, you know we 
we and we enjoy all the feedback that we get. So uh, definitely, you know, get get in touch with us via via Twitter. You know, I'm at at Dowdyism D O W D Y I S M. Mike's at I Mike I M Y K E. Um, you can also find us at penaddict.com, um, 70decibels.com. Um, yeah. You're not on the app.net, are you? I am not. Well, I am I Mike there as well. Okay. How, how's that going for you? Not to hijack the show, just give me a quick... Uh, it's good. It's fun. Yeah. It's a nice environment. It's, uh, it's, it's, very, it's very much like old Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually, you know, I, I didn't tweet as much, I noticed... Um, and I didn't use the computer as much. I noticed when I was, you know, I was busy, busy doing other things. So I didn't, uh, I've enjoyed actually getting, sitting down with my laptop and opening up Twitter or, you know, tweet bot and, you know, reading Twitter and catching and, up on two months of tweets, yeah, op- opening up Byword and writing a blog post. I was like, Hey, that's new. It feels good again. So yeah, it's, it's good. It's Sometimes good you just need to take a break. Yep. Sometimes you just need For sure. to do it. For sure, and, and this is something I, I knew it wouldn't go away completely. I just had to figure out where it fit in properly, and um, I think I'm back into that place. So, uh, yeah, all systems go. Excellent. Well, I'm I'm happy you're back. I'm happy we're back, and thank you very much for listening to episode 29 of the Pen Podcast. I am Mike, and he is Brad. And until next time, bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>